Hey everybody, hey, uh, welcome to Godbold Unlimited Podcast. I'm your host, Lee Godbold, and we appreciate you joining us today. Uh, if you're new to this uh, channel, if you've not seen one of our episodes yet, I do want to explain who I am. Again, I'm Lee Godbold. Uh, I've started three businesses. They'll do about $5 million worth of sales this year, and we have hopes of reaching the $10 million mark next year. While the reason we're podcasting is to cover things that we've learned in the past, it's allowed to have gotten us or to have where we've been able to get to where we are now. And we're also going to be covering stuff that we learn on our path to, uh, you know, doubling our business year over year. The thing I want to talk about today is a topic, uh, it's, it's question everything. It's how do you get team members not to be yes people, but to actually get creative them, uh, themselves. They probably, you know, they have opinions. They are out there and they're getting work done and they're doing a lot, probably doing a lot of the work that you yourself aren't carrying out. So what is it that they're uncovering that they're not letting you know about? Because every single one of those things, because every single one of those things that they know but they're not telling you is holding your company back. So how do you actually get that out of them? But at the same token, you don't want a culture where there's conflict all the time, where people don't fall in line, they're sticking to their guns too much, they're, they're saying this is the way to do it and I'm not going to give in. You don't want, to, want, you don't want that either. So what we're challenging ourselves to do is find kind of that happy medium where people are free to speak up, but then once decisions are made, you kind of fall in line. So the, I was recently listening to a podcast that I listen to often called Smart Agency by Jason Swink. Um, one of the businesses we own, Junk Removal Authority, and Nth Zone, uh, they're kind of one and the same. Those businesses are, it's a marketing agency for the junk removal industry. So we do Google Ads management, we build websites, we do search engine optimization for junk removal companies. And this is a topic that came up, and what was funny is that when I listened to that particular episode, it came on a day where I was trying, there was a particular team member we have here, very smart individual, she had a, an opinion and a theory of how we should do something. And then we got in a group setting where we wanted her to speak up and she didn't. So I had to have a conversation with her and just let her know, hey, I want you to argue with me. You know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna get let go or fired. We need that, we need that um, kind of that back and forth for us to really grow. The businesses I've built in the past, Junk Doctors, uh, Junk Removal Authority, and uh, especially truck bodies, which we build, uh, we build trucks for the junk removal industry, those companies have largely been built off of my ideas, at least for a good portion of time, especially junk doctors and, uh, and specialty trucks. And what we found is you can get to a decent sized business, a few million dollars a year, based just off of your production and your ideas for the most part. But to take it from that two or three million dollar to the five million mark where we're at now, and to go from five to 10, or then 10 to 100, it's just gonna go way beyond you. So you have to build up an environment where people other than you are pushing themselves and coming up with ideas and kind of pushing the company forward. So what I'd found in the past is we'd built up some relatively successful businesses and we were really getting held back though because what would occur sometimes is ideas would come and it's like I was really, really enthusiastic. So you, you've got this new, you've got this idea or this new way you want to do something. As an entrepreneur, you're constantly coming up with new ideas and operational changes or whatever, and uh, you present it to your team, and it's met with skepticism or a different way of doing things. And if you're not careful, you'll like you'll let your enthusiasm override 
the idea that some other individual brought up. And the problem is when that occurs is you're essentially stifling any fur further input from anybody ever. So right off the bat, as soon as you do that, if they give a great idea and you say, yeah, I hear you, but, or I don't wanna do it this way, I wanna go this way, it's just disregarding their ideas without even hardly considering them. And people might let you get away with that for a handful of times, but if you do that two, three, four times in a row, especially if you do it publicly, there's gonna be to the point they're not gonna, one, they're not gonna be fully satisfied, but two, they're just not gonna bring, they're not gonna speak up. And there's no telling what great idea they have that could catapult you from that five to $10 million range or get you to where you're going that's never gonna be said, that's gonna be shelved simply because you weren't open and receptive to it. The other thing that I found that would happen, and it wouldn't be done on purpose, but that idea, you'd hear that idea, you'd hear that input, you disregarded it first, and then you'd get over the course of the next several weeks or whatever, you'd get to thinking about, well, that, that, was, that was pretty sound. And you'd get to considering that, uh, you know, maybe, maybe that is the way of going about it. But what would happen is over that period of time, you would forget that the input, who the input actually came from. And you'd almost like convince yourself, not on purpose, but you'd start to think, that it was your idea. And all of a sudden you come to your team and you say, you know what, this is, this is the route we're gonna go. And this is what we're gonna do. And that individual that actually came to you three weeks ago or a month ago or whatever like that, they won't speak up and say anything, but they'll be sitting there thinking, you know, this is my idea and you essentially just didn't give me credit and we're moving forward. And, and what's also happened is for three or four weeks, you've been operating under your, the, whatever change you were gonna do and now you're completely changing it up. So what happens is you get a, you get a culture and you get a business that's constantly unstable. There's, there's no stability, there's no predictability. And all that could have happened to prevent all of that is, is listened and considered and talked through the idea that was brought to you three, four weeks prior. So you get a lot more stability, you get a lot more input from your team, people speak up, and your company as a whole grows. And the other thing is, is you gotta make sure, you gotta go out of your way to make sure that you're giving credit where credit's due. So if somebody, if, uh, if, if somebody comes up with just some, some great input or, or an operational shift and you decide to go that way, make sure you give credit. Remember who that came from. Many of you out there, I know I was the same way, we weren't not giving credit on purpose. It's just we were moving so fast, we weren't really considering the feelings of others necessarily, and it holds your business back. The other end of it is, and I mentioned this before, you can't have this culture of constant argument and, and, and constant debate back and forth. There's a right time and a wrong time for it, and your entire team needs to understand once the decision's been made, so once you've made the decision, because there needs to be one person that's in charge, once you've heard all the different sides, you've considered the different outcomes, then at that point, the decision's made and everybody falls in line. They go full steam ahead, behind the decision that was made and their disagreements, they shelve. They don't worry about it. Now we've the decision that's made, we have to make that be as successful as possible. If you do that, then your team will be successful. Last thing I'm gonna add is one of the things that will irritate uh, you as an, generally entrepreneurs are very much about possibility and anything can be done and, and all. And then when you hear people talk about, well, we can't do this, that often, what, if you're like me, you, dra you, just, you dig your heels into the ground and you're gonna fight and claw because you don't like hearing anything, that you can't do anything or that something can't be done. What you need to do is train your team to avoid that word and instead say, yes, we could do this. However, let's consider what could occur if we go this route or maybe this is a better option.
If you do that, your businesses are gonna be much more successful. And uh, this is how, these are the shifts that we're involved in right now. And as things change and all, we'll kind of keep everybody updated. So hopefully uh, there's some sort of uh, information or, or, or value you found out of this podcast. It's just something we're working through here at the moment. Again, my name is Lee Godbold. This has been the Godbold Unlimited podcast. Please subscribe if you haven't. If you're watching this on YouTube, give us that thumbs up. And uh, hey, speak up. If you, there's something we could cover that uh, we're not, if you've got ideas, leave, leave them in the comments on YouTube. Appreciate it, everybody. Thanks.